If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. How do you define yourself? Hi, friends, it's Diane here, and I'm talking about a very nuanced, deep, wide subject, and that is how we define ourselves. And I have some specific questions for you and some specific content around this idea. And so even as you're hearing my voice, you're starting to think about, well, how do I define myself? And as as a business owner, I go to events and people want to know my definition of myself through my work, right? Like, what do you do for a living? That's a form of definition, right? But what I'm talking about here, and I want us to go a little bit deeper, I'd like us to look at how we define ourselves from the inside out. So let me give you a couple examples as you ponder your own life, okay? I work with a lot of musicians, as a lot of you already know, and all different kinds of musicians from different genres and different parts of the music industry. Some people I work with are composers and, and keyboard players and bass guitarists and lead guitarists and all different kinds of things, right? And some people are singers and some people do more than one thing. And so I had this one um, person I was working with and she told me that she wrote songs and played guitar and played keyboards and some others. I think she listed a third instrument. And I said, oh, so you're a musician. And oh, no, no, I'm not a musician, she said. I said, well, you write songs and you play music. To me, that's a musician. She goes, well, it's it's not official. It's not big. I'm like, okay. All right, I understand. So somewhere her definition of what a musician is, isn't what she is. But it would fall into my definition of musician. I also know somebody that I've known for a very long time who plays multiples of instruments and composes songs and sings and does all kinds of interesting parts. And the same thing happened. I said, so you're a musician in a conversation, just a casual, fun conversation. Oh, no, I'm not a musician. I just do sound. All right. Well, you fall into my definition of musician because you play lots of instruments and you sing and you write songs. So what is that then? So I noticed that people who are engaged in this also don't use the same words, maybe that I would out here. So the word musician in this scenario has multiple facets, has multiple parts to it, much like Plato's forms. If you know Plato, you know his forms, and this is part of that, I think. So then I asked a group of musicians because I am attend an emotional support group for musicians. So there's a lot of people in the music industry in this group. And I posed the question because I've been pondering how we define ourselves. And none of them said they simply use the word musician. They qualify 
what they do, but they own the fact that they are musicians, which is yet another level of this conversation. And so it, of course, piques my interest even more. So I'm asking you, how do you define yourself? I also have another podcast called Sailing Legends. A legend is a story, right? And a legend is somebody who's amazing at something as well. And so because I serve gifted people, the nuance of language and word seemed fun. Well, what happened was I would ask people to be on the show and they would go, but I'm not a legend. I said, a legend is a story. All we're asking is the spontaneous, fun story about sailing. That's all. No one's calling you a legend. And I had to convince a few people and some people still are thinking about it, whatever that means. But then the people who aren't like expert sailors, who've just had some sailing experience, jumped at the opportunity to be on the show and tell a sailing story. They had a whole different view of what the word legend meant. Another interesting How do you define yourself? And then, of course, there's all the people that I work with and know personally who would say they're smart or above average intelligence. Some of them have military careers and science-related careers, mathematics-related careers, careers and desires and functioning in the world that would definitely fall in the smart category. Some of them also have high intuition. So if I use the word gifted with them, I will sometimes get pushback because gifted is a word that for some people is a bad word. They think it means that you're trying to be stuck up or it only applies to children. So again, the definition and the words that we use for the definition change, I guess we could say, based on the person and the way they see themselves. So if you define yourself one way and another person defines you a different way, or even uses the same word with a different definition, there's a lot of room for uh, misunderstanding or not completely connecting and not having a really great rapport simply by the words we're using. Like I know I'm a very creative person in a lot of ways, but I went for very many years not believing I was creative because my third grade art teacher said I was not, and I believed her. Until I had evidence otherwise, that voice was in my head. And now I see myself as creative. But earlier in my life, when I thought I was not creative because I was told I wasn't by an art teacher, then somebody would say I was creative and I would argue with them. No, I'm not. When in fact I was. So sometimes we put labels on ourselves that aren't necessarily true. And sometimes the words get in the way. And sometimes the same word coming out of two different people, three different people, 10 different people will have that many different meanings and understandings. So I think it's really important as people walking around in the world who are smart and creative, who are um, living their vision, going after their heart's desire, that we really allow ourselves to go within and say, okay, well, how do I define myself? And there's lots of levels of this, and there's never a wrong answer, because I believe that we're always evolving in unity, diversity, complexity. So the you today is not the same you that was you last week, last year, 10 years ago. And the you today is not the same you that we will run into a year or two years from now, or even tomorrow. So how do you do it? Do you allow any old shame or unworthiness 
to talk you down and basically deny who you really are. One of these scientists people I work with, she's, I called her a scientist and it was an epiphany because she really had a hard time claiming the fact that she does in fact, she is in fact a doctor. She is in fact a neuroscience researcher, really. And good at it as well and has already won awards. So what evidence would it take for this person to claim the fact that they are a neuroscience researcher when in fact the inner dialogue, the younger version of herself, those inner parts of her was feeling hesitant to claim it. And so part of the work that I do with people is helping them claim who they really are, right? Stand in your sovereignty, stand in your agency and your authority, your spiritual authority of this is who I am and this is what I'm about. Like I know for me, I'm about inspiration and education. And almost everything I do falls into one of those things. So it's easy then to be able to see all the different levels of inspiration and education. And so I ask you, if you could distill down defining yourself into two words, two descriptor words, what would they be? And how would you know? How would you know that that is what it is? What's your evidence procedure? Because that how would you know question helps you stay on track, helps you stay in full integrity with who you say you are. Because you see the words only point to the reality. And in some cases, words are pedestrian, of course. So we want to really dive deep and say, okay, this is who I am. Because when you stand in that, then the light that comes out of you, the creativity, the energy, the essence of your being shows up in ways that cannot show up if it's coming through little tight holes, kind of like when you have a balloon all blown up. Lots of air comes out if you push on it, but if you pull it tight and it screeches and comes out little by little, it's not nearly as effective. So who are you? How do you define yourself? That's the question. Now, Plato, I mentioned him a little while ago. He had the forms, right? And he talked about there's one, there's the one perfect chair, the one perfect oven, and then everything else is a reflection of it. Everything else is a part of that. And so you can be um, a teacher or like for me, one of my things is education, right? You could be that in many different forms. You can teach formally in a classroom. You could be a mentor. You could be a parent. You could be a professor. You could be all kinds of things and still be a teacher. It does. It's not restricted to the job that we're doing. So how we define ourselves transcends our actual employment. It transcends the day-to-day life. It's like what energy, what presence are you carrying through the world? So my presence of inspiration is I'm always seeking and looking for ways to expand my own awareness, my own consciousness, but also to invite others to come along the journey with me. That's the most fun I have in the work that I do with all my all the families and all the couples and the work, all the different kinds of people. I get to work with the coolest people because the majority of the people working with me are always moving forward and wanting to expand their consciousness and keep doing good and keep keep growing and growing and growing. So what I'd like you to do while you're listening to me and after you're done listening to this episode, 
is to spend some time sometime in the next day or two journaling. How do you define yourself? All the different things. And what do they mean? And evidence procedure. How do you know? What's your evidence? Now, if you're not sure how to define yourself or what words to use, or you use a couple, but they don't totally fit, go ask some people who know you pretty well and say, how do you define me? What are, what are words you would say about me? If, you know, if somebody asked you to tell you about me, then what would, what would they say? And see if any of those words resonate with you and try on different words, audition them and see different things that can remind you of your beauty and your goodness. Because you are beautiful, you are lovable, and you are capable. And your unique combination of definitions, if you will, is uniquely yours. No one else has it in exactly the, the way you do. Only you. So it's very important that all of us define ourselves in meaningful, amazing ways. Because when we're clear and we can stand in that sovereignty of that, we get to be a very mighty force for good. We get to be that force for good. And also we get to be grounded and have a whole lot of fun because we have clarity. And when we can have fun and we can have clarity, life becomes even more of a blast than it already is. So I hope this has helped you. I hope it has got some questions rolling around in your head because sometimes it's these questions that really lead us to great epiphanies, great awarenesses, and great understandings. Because after all, I came up with this show because the, the question, how do you define yourself, has shown up multiple times in the last couple of weeks in different ways. And in every situation, the definition that I might have held, musician, scientist, and the like, um, was different than the person experiencing it. So when you're talking to other people and you're learning about them, ask some discerning questions. Ask the next question. Listen to what they have to say about their experience of that thing. Because when I asked all the musicians, they all had a different experience of that word and how they live their professional music careers. So it's fascinating. It's amazing. And when you slow down to do this, you're honoring yourself and you're honoring others in a way that is beautiful and transcends all of the other stuff in the world. So to feel honor and grace to allow yourself to be connected to yourself and other people in meaningful ways. It requires us to slow down and get clear. It requires us to say yes. So I hope friends, this episode of Someone Gets Me has inspired you, got you to ask some neat questions. And as always, you are free to email me or contact me. I'm happy to talk to you about any of these amazing things any day. Just sign up for a get to know you call and I will be there ready to talk to you about whatever your heart's desire is. And so remember, friends, that you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose. So go out there and let your heart sing. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. 
I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.